Hare Krishna. This is a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Third Canto, Chapter 25, Text 32. Lord Kapiladev said, The senses are symbolic representations of the demigods, and their natural inclination is to work under the direction of the Vedic injunctions. As the senses are representatives of the demigods, so the mind is the representative of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The mind's natural duty is to serve. When that service spirit is engaged in devotional service to the Personality of Godhead without any motive, that is far better even than salvation. Purport by Srila Prabhupada The senses of the living entity are always engaged in some occupation, either in activities prescribed in the injunctions of the Vedas or in material activities. The natural inclination of the senses is to work for something, and the mind is the center of the senses. The mind is actually the leader of the senses, Therefore, it is called sattva. Similarly, the leader of all the demigods who are engaged in activities in this material world, the sun god, the moon god, Indra, and others, is the supreme personality of Godhead. It is stated in the Vedic literature that the demigods are different limbs of the universal body of the supreme personality of Godhead. Our senses are also controlled by different demigods. Our senses are representations of various demigods, and the mind is the representation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The senses, led by the mind, act under the influence of the demigods. When the service is ultimately aimed at the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the senses are in their natural position. The Lord is called Hrishikesh, for he is actually the proprietor and ultimate master of the senses. The senses and the mind are naturally inclined to work, but when they are materially contaminated, they work for some material benefit or for the service of the demigods, although actually they are meant to serve the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The senses are called Hrishika, and the Supreme Personality of Godhead is called Hrishikesh. Indirectly, all the senses are naturally inclined to serve the Supreme Lord. That is called Bhakti. Kapiladev said that when the senses, without desire for material profit or other selfish motives, are engaged in the service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one is situated in devotional service. That spirit of service is far better than siddhi or salvation. Bhakti, the inclination to serve the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is in a transcendental position far better than mukti or liberation. Thus, bhakti is the stage after liberation. Unless one is liberated, one cannot engage the senses in the service of the Lord. When the senses are engaged, either in material activities of sense gratification or in the activities of Vedic injunctions, there is some motive. But when the same senses are engaged in the service of the Lord and there is no motive, that is called animita and is the natural inclination of the mind. The conclusion is that when the mind, without being deviated, either by Vedic injunctions or by material activities, is engaged in Krishna consciousness or devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, it is far better than the most aspired for liberation from material entanglement.
Hare Krishna. The following is a lecture by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, on Srimad Bhagavatam, Third Canto, Chapter 25, Text 32, given in Bombay on December 2nd, 1974. Lord Kapiladev said, The senses are symbolic representations of the demigods, and their natural inclination is to work under the direction of the Vedic injunctions. As the senses are representatives of the demigods, so the mind is the representative of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The mind's natural duty is to serve. When that service spirit is engaged in devotional service to the Personality of Godhead, without any motive, that is far better even than salvation. Devanam gunalinganam anusavika karmanam satta evaikamanaso vritti sabhamiki tuja onimitya bhagavati bhakti siddhe gariyasi bhakti is uh, transcendental even to mukti. People generally consider dharmārtha kāma moksha. In the beginning, dharma, uh, artha, economic uh, development, kāma, sense gratification, then moksha merging into the Supreme One. But bhakti is above that. Siddhe gariyasi. It is above mukti. Mukti is not very much important thing for a bhakta. Billamangal Thakur says, Bhakti stai sthiratara jadi bhagavan sya daivena palati dibba kisura murti. Mukti mukulita anjali sevate asman dharmartha kamma samaya prathiksha. This is the experience of Billamangal Thakur. He was uh, a South Indian Brahmin very rich Brahmin, but by bad association or something like that, he became a very staunch prostitute hunter. So he engaged all his income, money, everything. After one prostitute, her name was Chintamani. So it is a very nice story I am briefly describing. So one night, every night he has to go to that prostitute. And one night it was very uh, terribly raining. So the prostitute thought, now this night Billamangal is not coming. It is terribly raining. But Billamangal went there, crossing the river, and the door was closed. He jumped over the door, catching a snake. In this way, very dangerously, he reached the prostitute's house, and the prostitute was astonished that how in this condition you could come here. Oh, you are so much attracted by the skin. If this much attraction you would have to Krishna, how it would have been nice for you? Oh. So immediately he left the prostitute's house and went to Vrindavan. The fact is, in his previous life, he executed devotional service up to bhava-bhakti. 
So his Chintamani, that prostitute, became his guru, remind that you are so much fond of prostitute. If this attraction would have been to Krishna, how much successfully you had done. So it acted and he left to Vrindavan and lived for seven hundred years. So he has a book, Krishna Karnamrita. Billamangal Thakur. That is recommended by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu for reading Krishna Karna. So in that book he writes, Bhakti Stai Bhagavan Jadi Sthiratarasya. If you have got fixed up devotion unto you, my Lord, Bhagavan, then daivena sphurati dibba kusyura murti, then very easily we can see your form, kishora dibba kishora murti, your divine form, kishora murti, very young boy. Krishna is always kishora. Krishna's another name is kishora. Kishora murti. Kishora means koishara. Before marriage, before eleven to sixteenth year, this is called Kishoro age. So Kishoro Murti, Krishna is always Kishoro Murti. So by devotional service, one can see the Kishoro Murti of Krishna very easily. Bhakti stai sthiratarāl. Jadi Bhagavan Shya, if it is possible, then very easily we can see you. When Vrindamangal Thakur was in Vrindavan, he voluntarily plucked out his eyes because he was very much fond of seeing beauty of women. So he thought, these eyes are my enemies. See, he Personally, plucked out his eyes. He was when he was going to Vrindavan. Still, he became attracted by woman, and therefore, that woman, of course, was a very rich merchant's wife. So she told her husband that this man is coming after me. What to do? So that merchant received him. The saintly person, all right, you serve her, serve him. So Bilamangal Thakur came to his senses. He said, Mother, you give me the pins of your hair. So I am so much after the beauty of woman. So let me pluck out the eyes. So he made voluntarily blind. So he could not see, but still Krishna was coming in Vrindavan. Krishna is always in Vrindavan. So he was supplying milk. So Dibbo Kisharamutti, he practically realized. So through bhakti, therefore he wrote by his personal experience, bhakti stai sthiratara jadi bhagavan shā daivena palati dibbak kishora mukti. And so far dharmārtha kāma moksha, moksha mukti mukulita anjali sevati asma. Mukti is not very important thing, she is always standing at my service, mukulitaanjali, with folded hands, mukti. My dear sir, what can I do for you? This is mukti's position. So a devotee is not very much anxious for mukti, because a devotee is always mukta. He is already mukta. 
Why should he? Suppose if you have got millions of dollars, why should you hanker after ten rupees? So bhakti is such a nice thing. But what is that bhakti? That bhakti is animitya bhagavati. That bhakti should be animitta, not with a motive that I shall go to the temple and serve Krishna for this purpose. Krishna can fulfill any purpose you desire. It is not very difficult for him because he is almighty, full with all opulences. So if you want something, material happiness from Krishna, it is not very difficult for Krishna. He can give you mukti. But to ask from Krishna anything else than bhakti is foolishness. That is foolishness. My Guru Maharaj used to give this example just like if you go to a rich man and he says, now whatever you like, you can ask from me, I shall give you. Then if you ask him that he give me a, a, a pinch of ass, then is that very intelligence? Similarly, to uh, there is a story that one old woman in the forest I think it is in his hospital somewhere. So she was carrying a big bundle of dry wood and somehow or other the bundle fell down. It was very heavy. So the old woman became very much disturbed. Who will help me to get this bundle on my head? So she began to call God. God help me. And God came. What do you want? Kindly help me to get this bundle on my head. <laughs> you see? God came to giving benediction and she wanted to give this bundle again on my head. So we are doing the same thing. When you go to God, we ask Him, kindly give me the bundle on my head. My family become happy. I may have a large amount of money to enjoy material things. We ask that. That is our foolishness. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu teaches us, therefore, that actually if you want something from God that should be only begging for His service. This Hare Krishna Mahamantra means addressing God, Krishna, Hare, and His energy, Hara, Srimati Radharani, or Lakshmi, Hare, oh, this internal potency of Krishna, Hara is Krishna's internal potency. The external potency is Durga, and the internal potency is Radhana, Jairādhi. So this is Daivi Prakriti. Mahatmanasthamāṅg prārtha Daivi Prakriti Mahasrita. The devotees, they take shelter of the Daivi Prakriti, Radhārāṇī, Lakshmiji. Uh, they worship therefore Vaishnava, uh, Radha Krishna, Lakshmi Narayan, Sita Ram, the first of all the energy. Uh, the energy. So this Hare Krishna mantra is first addressing the energy, the internal energy, potency of Krishna. Hare from Hara to Hare, that is the sambodhan. Uh, so Hare Krishna, O Radharani, or Lakshmi, or Sita, and Krishna, or Rama, 
or Narayan, the same thing. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, addressing them. Oh, my Lord, oh, my Lord's energy. So when you address somebody, you want to ask, you want to ask something. So in the reply, yes, why you are calling? Then he calling, please engage me in your service. This is the prayer. Not that give me money or give me beautiful wife or many followers. This is material hankering. Everyone wants some prestigious position, love, puja, pratishta, some material profit, love, and prestigious position so that people will give him salam, minister, president. And very to become very famous, historically very famous, these are material hankerings. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, No, Nadhanangana Janangana Sundaring Kabitangma Jagadisa Kama. We don't want. This is onimitya bhakti. Nimitta, for some certain reason, if you become a bhakta, then you are not a suddha bhakta. You are a viddha bhakta, a polluted bhakta. Pure bhakti is annavilasita sunnam. Zero. Material hankerings, anything material hankering should be void. The void philosophy, nidvāṁ, that indicates that you should completely finish this material desire. That is Lord Buddha's philosophy. Nidvāṁ. Nidvāṁ means material philosophy. Material desires to make it void, no more. Lord Buddha said up to that, because the people who are following him, they are not so expert, advanced. Therefore he did not say, what is after giving up every desire? Because desire less it cannot be. Desires, people say that you become desireless. Give up your all desires. That give up desire, all desires means you give up your material desires because you cannot be desireless than your dead body. But we are eternal living entity. Nitya sāsatayam nahannati hannamāne sarire. We are getting different types of body on account of desire, different desires. So I become desireless of this habit, then I desire another habit. Ah, but that is going on. The desireless is not possible. Desirelessness means you have to purify your desire. Don't desire anything except the service of Krishna. That is desireless. Onimitya. Onimitya bhakti siddhe gariyasi. If you come to that position, uh, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu teaching us, nadhanangana janangana sundarin kavitangva jagadisa kāmaya. Mama janmani janmani sare. He says janmani janmani, birth after birth. That means he does not require even salvation, because salvation means apunar bhava janma, no more janma, no more birth. No more birth. There are two kinds of no more birth. For the mayavadis or impersonalists, they want to stop birth, to merge into the existence of the Supreme, Brahmanidvāna. Brahmanidvāna, the Buddha philosophy teaches nidvāna, devoid of all material desires that much. He does not give any more. Sankaracharya gives further more. 
that Brahman is born, that you become desireless uh, of this material world, but you enter, merge into Brahma. That is called Brahmanirvāna. And the Vaishnav philosopher says that you uh, make null and void all your material desires, enter into Brahma and be engaged in the service of the Lord. This is called bhakti. So Brahmanirvāna is also siddhi, but more than that siddhi is to be uh, engaged in the service, Brahma service. Uh, that service is not ordinary service. The service to the Lord is not to be calculated as equal to this material service. Uh, then Mayavadi philosophers, they cannot understand it. Uh, but Krishna says personally that this devotional service is in the uh, transcendental platform, Brahma service. Therefore, he says, Manchabhyavicharini bhakti yogina jasevati. This bhakti yoga, one who is actually employed, engaged in pure devotional onimitya, without any motive, without any material purpose. That is uh, real spiritual service. That service is on the Brahma platform. So some people, they do not know that there is another platform of service or another platform of activities which is called Brahma activities. Because those who are grossly in the bodily concept of life, they have no information that is Brahma or soul within this body. So mukti means to deliver that Brahma from this material engagement. But actually, if you don't give him engagement, because they actually the soul is working, uh, that everyone can appreciate. We are very active. Oh, I am Prime Minister, I am President, I am Birla, I am Srila, so many things. That's all right. But is that Prime Minister, is this body or the soul? Because as soon as the soul is out of the body, what is the value of this prime minister's body? It is no more useful. Finish. Uh, that we do not understand. Actually, the soul is working uh, in different capacities, either as prime minister or Lord Brahma, King Idra or the cat or dog or the insect. The soul is working in different uh, atmosphere and different body. Uh, so the perfection of these activities of the soul, that he has got already indriyas. We are acting with our hands, legs, ears, eyes, nose, uh, everything, karmendriya, uh, ten kinds of activities are being performed by the senses. And there are five kinds of sense objects, tanmatra, Fifteen and the eight elements, material, earth, water, fire. So fifteen and eight, uh, twenty-three, and uh, the soul. This is twenty-four. That is the subject matter of Sankha philosophy. How these twenty-four different items are combined together and work. This is the study of Sankha philosophy. Yesterday we talked about Sankhong. Tattamanayang jat prabhadanti Sankhong. So there is material Sankha philosopher. They simply satisfy, simply studying these 24 types of elements. But 
the real sangha philosophy as propounded by kapil there uh, that is bhakti that is he has said bhakti vitana yogam the activities of the spiritual field that is sangha not of the material fields in the material field you will find this 24 kinds of elements analysis analyze but beyond this 24 there is soul and the soul is acting that is called uh, spiritual activities or bhakti yoga uh, so because it is transcendental to material activities then therefore in the bhakti yoga there is no such desire for material benefit onimitya wd said onimitya here all activities are done for some material profit uh, nobody is that even the so called political leader sacrifice everything that's all right but everything is for material benefit uh, even in our country a big man like mahatma gandhi uh, he sacrificed everything his family his profession and many other leaders but what for they were working they were working for some material benefit that's all not for any spiritual benefit uh, so that is not transcendental activities that is material activities expanded material thoughts Uh, somebody is working for his family, or somebody is working for himself, like animals, the cats and dogs. They work for himself, and human being, their little advance. They work for family, for wife, children, or further extended, uh, for society, for community, for nation. you can expand even international they are all material activities nimitta simply expanded expanded suppose if you steal for yourself and if you steal for your family or if you steal for your community that stealing is there because you are stealing for greater family that doesn't mean you are not a thief ah this there was a story alexander and the thief the alexander uh, arrested one thief big dacoit plunder so when he explained my dear sir alexander so what is the difference between you and me Uh, I am also plunderer. You are also plunderer. I am a small plunderer. You are a big plunderer. So where is the difference in quality? So Alexander the Great, he was very sensible. He released him. Yes, there is no difference. So to become a big thief, big plunderer, does not mean that he is advanced. similarly our sense for personal sense gratification or my family sense gratification or for my nation sense gratification that is sense gratification that is not spiritual activity that is material activity so long you will have desire for sense gratification and localized or expanded the quality does not change the quality will change when this sense gratification will be transferred to krishna uh, not sense gratification for me for my family for my society for my nation or for my um, species uh, just like there are many philanthropists uh, they are busy doing welfare activities for the human say rest uh, but they are not interested uh, for the benefit of the animal rest uh, 
animal life should be slaughter, and human life should eat. This is their philosophy. But we have already discussed Kapilde's philosophy. Śrīda sarvadehina. Śrīda sarvadehina. The animal has got also body. We have also got body. But a Vaishnava is not only a friend to the human society, but he is friend to the animal society also, the bird society, tree society, every society. A Vaishnava does not like and unnecessarily a tree should be cut down. That is Vaishnava philosophy. A Vaishnava does not like to trample over an ant. That is Vaishnava philosophy. Sarvadehina. Titiksava Karunika. Srihida Sarvadehina. We have already discussed this. So, how this can be possible? This Srihida Sarvadehina is possible when one has surrendered himself to the Supreme Being on his account. Because he has surrendered to the Supreme Being. He is friend to all living beings. Artificially, you cannot. Artificially, you select some section, the poorer section, and worship him like Narayan, and you call him Daridra Narayan. But a devotee, if he has got vision of Narayan, he will see the Daridya Narayan, the Rich Narayan, the Chag Narayan, and the every Narayan. Pandita Samadarshana. Why a section should be called Narayan? If you have got such broader vision that you are seeing Narayan in everything, then so what the rich man has got, done? He's also Narayan. And the goat has got, he's also Narayan. The cow, he's also Narayan. Then you should, if you have such broader vision, that you see everywhere Nara, then why should we specify a sex and Daridana? So it is not possible. So long one is not a devotee, one who is not on the transcendental platform, this equal vision is not possible. It is crippled, all crippled. Therefore, Bhakti Yoga should be onimitya, ahituki. These words are used. Sabai Pungsang Paro Dharma Jatu Bhakti Adhukhaji Ahoituki. I am serving Krishna. The devotee is serving Krishna not with any purpose, just to satisfy him. Not any purpose, my profit, Krishna's profit. That is the instruction of Bhagavad Gita several times. Arjuna, uh, on his own account, he was not willing to fight. No, no, Krishna did not fight. The other side, then my relatives, my brother, my nephews, no, no, I cannot kill them. But when he understood that Krishna wants this fight, he said, ah, yes, I shall do. Krishna Bhatsanam. So this is bhakti that we have to do anything for pleasing Krishna. That is called onimitta, no condition. Ahituki, ahituki means no condition. Or onimitta, no reason. Everything should be done for Krishna. So onimitya bhagavati bhakti siddhe gariyasi uh, that is better than siddhi. Siddhi means self-realization or brahma-realization. Therefore Krishna says also, uh, what Krishna says and what Kapildev says, they are the same thing. Therefore here it is also said bhagavānu-vācā. And in the Bhagavad-gītā also you will find bhagavānu-vācā. Never said Krishna-vācā or Kapilu-vācā because they are Bhagavan. Uh, so those who are um, self-realized soul who know what is Bhagavan 
And so instead of speaking, Kapil Dev Uvacha, he says, Vyasadeva says, Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam is compiled by Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam. So as Bhagavad-gītā also, it was heard by Yajjūna, it, it was uh, released to uh, Sanjaya, and uh, then some, from Sanjaya heard Vyasadeva, and he made it recorded in writing in Mahābhārata. So he says, Bhagavān Bhagavan Uvacha means that is the perfect version. There is no mistake. If some ordinary man says, there will be so many defects and cheating, because ordinary person has no perfect knowledge. He may be very, very advanced scholar, but that, is, that does not mean he is perfect. Perfection is different thing. Perfection means there should be no mistake, no illusion, no cheating, and no imperfection of the senses. That is perfection. Therefore, it is said here, Bhagavan Bhagavan is all perfect. Therefore, we should take knowledge from Bhagavan or one who speaks according to the person of Bhagavan. We should not hear anybody else. That is imperfect. So our Krishna consciousness movement on this principle, we are speaking not anything manufactured by us. That is not our business. Because how we can manufacture? We are defective. We are deficient, imperfect. What is the use of my philosophy? What is the use of my thinking? Generally they say, I think, in my opinion, he does not think that I am a rascal, I have no value of my opinion. Uh, he thinks that he, he is something very big. No. Uh, because our senses are imperfect, whatever knowledge you have gathered by our sense speculation, that is imperfect. That cannot be perfect. Therefore we are discuss already, tattva-amnāyam, we have to receive knowledge from disciples. Tattva, that then we'll understand the truth. tattva this subject matter we have discussed already. Amnāyam, evaṁ parampara. We should not manufacture knowledge. We should take knowledge from the perfect. That's like here it is said, bhagavān in the Bhagavad-gītā also, Bhagavān If we follow this Amnaya system, then we become guru. Uh, Chaitanya Mahāprabhu has said, who is guru? Uh, he asks everyone to become guru. Uh, his mission is that people are suffering all over the world for want of this Krishna consciousness or God consciousness. That's a fact. So uh, he's advising everyone, especially those who are born in India. Bharat Bhumite Manusso Janma Hila Ja, Janma Sarthak Kori Karo Paropuka. That is his mission. He's requesting every Indian, every Indian, because they, has got the, they have got the facility for understanding what is Bhagavad Gita, what is Srimad Bhagavatam, what is Vedas. They have got this opportunity. Therefore he says, Janma Sarthakkari, you have taken your birth in India. You make your life successful by taking advantage of the scriptures and then assimilate the knowledge and preach all over the world. They are in darkness. That is being repeatedly said. But we are not taking advantage of. We are so misfortunate, we are misguided by the so-called leaders, that we are neglecting this valuable literature which is spoken by Bhagavan. We are talking of some nonsense. That is our misfortune. So we have to take knowledge from Bhagavan and spread it all over the world. That is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So he says, 
that you become guru. He says, guru by my order. Don't become a so-called guru, manufactured guru. You become guru by following my instruction. guru Guru means who follows the predecessor, authorized predecessor. He is guru. Not that everyone is guru. So therefore we have to follow the superior order. Then we become guru. Not that by cheating others we become guru. No. That is cheater, that is not teacher. Guru means who is following the superior order. The superior order is Krishna or is representative. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. He is ordaining. Amaragga, by my order. Guru Hayya. You become Guru. Oh, sir, it is very difficult to become Guru. I have no education. I have no culture. I am not born in a very high family. Uh, I am very low. Everybody always thinks like that. In never thinks that I have become very great. Uh, just like Chaitanya Charitamrita, the author of, he says, Purisher ki thaite muise logishta. Purish, Purish means tool. And there are worms in this tool. So Chaitanya Charitamrita, the author says, that I am lower than these worms in this tool. That is Vaishnava conception. Tinadha Vishuniche, he is very humble. He never says, oh, I am the Supreme. I have become God. The most rascal foolish. So that is not. That, therefore, you have to follow. If we actually want to become Guru, there is necessity of many thousands of Gurus to teach this cheated public. But how to become Guru? That is, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Amaragga, by my order. Uh, what is your order, sir? Then you become guru. You simply advise people to follow Krishna's instruction. Then you become guru. So that is our mission. This Krishna consciousness movement is that we are simply trying to convince people what Krishna has said. That's all. We are not manufacturing it. So that is our business. Krishna says, Manmana Bhavamad Bhaktamad Jaji Manganamaskuru. We are training our disciples. Just always think of Krishna, chant Hare Krishna, and become Krishna's devotee, offering prasadam, dress him nicely. Manmana Bhavamad Bhaktamad Jaji, worship me, worship Krishna. The same thing. Krishna says, worship me. We are saying, worship Krishna. Krishna says, surrender unto me, we are saying, surrender to Krishna. So we have no difficulty. To become a guru, there is no difficulty, provided we repeat the same thing as Krishna says. And if you say something more or less, then you are not good. Very simple thing. Very simple thing. So that is the advice here. Onimitya Bhagavati, Bhagavati Bhakti. You cannot manufacture the ways of Bhakti. Bhagavati, what is advised by Bhagavan, uh, the Supreme Lord, Dharmanta Sakshad Bhagavat Pranit. You cannot manufacture a line of Dharma. Dharmanta Sakshad Bhagavat Pranit. Dharma is the law given by the Supreme Lord. You cannot manufacture uh, this dharma, that dharma, this dharma. No. Dharma is one. Uh, dharma cannot be different. Dharma means to abide by the orders of God. This is dharma. But if you do not know God, if you do not know what is order, then you must manufacture something, uh, rubbish, and fight amongst yourself. That is not dharma. Therefore, uh, Bhagavad says, dharma prochita koitava atra. 
all cheating types of dharma is rejected and kicked out from Srimad Bhagavatam. Dharma projito. Prakrishta rupena ujjito. Just like you collect or dust and throw it. Similarly, this Bhagavad dharma is not a cheating dharma. Bhagavad dharma means in relation with the Supreme Law. Bhagavati bhakti. Bhakti can be applied only to Bhagavan. It, bhakti means the business between Bhagavan and Bhakta. That is Bhakti. If there is no Bhagavan, then where is Bhakti? And where is Bhakta? If Bhagavan is zero, then where is Bhakti? Bhakti means the transaction between Bhagavan and Bhakta. Just like here, the Bhagavan is there. And bhaktas are there. And the transaction is dressing the Bhagavan, feeding the Bhagavan, chanting the Bhagavan name, calling people to hear about Bhagavan, to publish books about Bhagavan. This is bhakti. Bhakti Bhagavati. Ah. Simply in relation with Bhagavan. No other business. Onimitya, without any material desire. sullam. Jnana karma There is no touch even of jnana. Jnana means speculation. Jnana me paravam guiyam jadvi jnana samannitam. Saraha sam tadangancha grihana kaditam maya. These are the instructions of Lord Brahma, Lord Krishna. Saraha sam tadangancha anga. This bhakti anga. The Savanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaranam, Padasivanam. These are different, uh, I mean, you said, branches, uh, not actually. Phases or features of bhakti. To hear, just like we are hearing and chanting, I am speaking, chanting, you are hearing. This is bhakti. Savanam, Kirtanam. Uh, what, what we are chanting and hearing? Vishnu. Not any other uh, one. No, Vishnu. Vishnu. Uh, Sabanam Kirtanam Vishnu. You cannot say any other demigod. No. That is material. That is material. If you try to hear about some great person uh, or demigod, that is material. But when you hear and talk about Vishnu, that is bhakti. This is bhakti. Different processes. Sabanam kitanang business, maranang padasi, but from 